welcome to Infocus, the Hindu's analysis podcast. I'm Stanley Johnny, the Hindu's international affairs editor. We are looking ahead to a story that is likely to dominate the news cycle for the coming days. And that is the maiden visit to India of US President Donald Trump. This has been a story with many moving parts. And over the past week, we have done a lot of reporting on a possible trade deal between the two countries. There is that issue to consider, as well as the larger strategic relationship between the two countries and where it stands. On the eve of Mr. Trump's visit, our podcast today takes a comprehensive look at all these issues. And I am joined today by Sridham Lakshman, the Hindu's United States correspondent. Uh, see, uh, within a few days, President Donald Trump would be in India. Uh, I'm sure that both sides are all excited. You could see the preparations in India. Uh, Indian government is also keen to uh, welcome the president. Uh, so, uh, quickly, if I ask you, what is there on the agenda when President Donald Trump and Prime Minister Narendra Modi would be sitting down for their bilaterals next week? Uh, so, Stanley, basically, um, as you said correctly, in a few days, uh, President Trump is uh, headed to India and he gets there just before noon uh, on Monday, your time. And he's going to land in Ahmedabad, as you know, and he's going to uh, head, I believe, probably straight from the airport to the Motera Stadium, a cricket stadium that's still uh, under construction. And he's going to address uh, somewhere around 125,000 people over there. This is going to actually be his first interaction with Prime Minister Modi uh, on this bilateral visit. And this first part of it will mirror what happened when Prime Minister Modi visited the United States in September and had the Howdy Modi rally in Houston, Texas. Later on in the day, President Trump will uh, head to Agra, I'm guessing with uh, his uh, with the First Lady uh, of the United States, and they will go see the Taj Mahal, and they will spend the night on Monday in New Delhi. Okay, and there's going to possibly be dinner with the Prime Minister again on uh, Monday night. And on Tuesday, the standard schedule for a state visit will be observed. You know, there'll be the Rashtrapati Bhavan welcome. And then they will pay uh, their respects. To, uh, the Mr. Trump will pay his respects to Gandhiji at Rajgat. Uh, there's going to be a joint statement. We should expect a joint statement uh, at uh, Hyderabad House sometime in the afternoon. The president will then likely meet uh, for a business roundtable at the U.S. Embassy, and there'll be a state banquet in the evening, and he will uh, board Air Force One on Tuesday evening to return to Washington, D.C. So uh, one of the meetings between uh, President Trump and Prime Minister Modi will be the rally, okay? That will be really one of the big ticket items on this trip, and it will be pageantry, it will be crowds, it will be all about the optics. There will also, of course, be discussions around trade. As you know, uh, President Trump is pushing for a trade deal. He's still hoping something can be done. The Indian side is also hoping something can be done. Uh, There'll be a couple of other uh, MOUs that are signed. There'll be a discussion of defense. Uh, Trump has already guaranteed somewhere between $3 billion and $3.5 billion sales by U.S. arms manufacturers with the Cabinet Committee on Security clearing deals um, for helicopters in the last few days. So these will dominate the discussions. And, you know, 
Stanley, we shouldn't be surprised if Trump makes some comment yeah, about that's right. being willing to yeah. uh, mediate uh, on See, um, you referred to the trade deal, uh, Sridham. So, see, uh, now, it's, now it's official that the trade deal is not going to be signed during Mr. Trump's visit. Um, and uh, recently, the trade, U.S. trade representative uh, canceled his visit to India. So there are obviously there are some issues. So what, in your opinion, are these uh, the, the critical issues that are holding back uh, a trade agreement? So basically, there's a sense uh, on both sides that the goalposts keep getting moved. All right. And based on my discussions in the last two weeks with sources close to the trade negotiations here in Washington, D.C., there was also some uh, dismay on the U.S. side with some of the policies that were being proposed in the latest union budget. And our colleague Suhasni Haider had also reported the story that Lighthizer U.S. Trade Representative uh, Bob Lighthizer, who was due in India last week, cancelled his trip at the last minute. So what that shows is a trade deal was going to be finalized before Mr. Trump's arrival, but that fell through. And, uh, you know, we've been leading the coverage on this. There have been issues around market access for agricultural products. Uh, there's been an issue around the partial restoration of GSP the generalized system of preferences, which is a preferential trading system that India was part of to get preferential access to certain U.S. markets. Now, President Trump revoked India's access to this program last June, and India has been fighting to get uh, the GSP benefits at least partially restored. So on both sides, there have been some issues, and it's quite telling that they couldn't achieve even this modest mini-trade deal. They were hoping to achieve it in September when Prime Minister Modi and President Trump met along the sidelines of the United Nations in New York. They couldn't achieve it then. Again, there's been a scramble to achieve something before President Trump gets to India next week. And as things stand, it doesn't look like it'll happen this week. But both sides are saying we're hopeful something will happen, if not in the next few days, at least, you know, in the next few weeks or next month. And even as recently as yesterday in Las Vegas, uh, President Trump said that we might do a tremendous deal when we come to India or we might slow things down. And, you know, he's hedging and he's backtracking a bit. It looks like he's uh, managing expectations that a trade deal will not be done now. Both sides have also been discussing a larger trade deal in the future. One more thing I want to add is the e-commerce rules. There's a draft e-commerce policy that was released by India last year. That's caused concern to India as well, uh, the US, to the United States, I'm sorry, as well. The United States uh, has wanted to really open up digital trade between India and the US, and some of the policies, including in the union budget, are being seen as uh, uh, backsliding by the US. And on the Indian side, uh, they feel the United States keeps, um, you know, asking for more, moving the goalposts. Those are some of the issues. Interesting. See, uh Actually, uh, despite the fact that a trade deal is not going to be signed next week, Trump seems to be all excited about the trip. He he recently uh, he told reporters that he is looking forward to the trip, and he was he he was also you know uh, talking about the millions of people who would be waiting to welcome him in in Gujarat. Uh, so interestingly, see this is this is an election year for Donald Trump. So in 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 ten months he is going to face re-election. So how would I, I, I'm just curious how would Washington be looking at the whole visit? So, 
let's first look at the Trump and the administration. You're right. Trump has been, he's tremendously, to use his word, excited about this trip. He had a call with Prime Minister Modi a couple of weeks ago. And based on that call, he said that Prime Minister Modi told him there would be five to seven million people lining the route from Ahmedabad airport to the stadium where the Namaste Trump event is going to be held. Now, yesterday in Las Vegas, this number has gone to 6 to 10 million, and he has inflated the population of India to 1.5 billion people. So there's a fairly fluid understanding of numbers over here, and there's been media speculation that somewhere something was lost in translation in the conversion from lakhs to millions. Uh, I don't think 5 to 7 million people lining the route is a realistic number given that the population of Ahmedabad, according to the 2011 census, was under 6 million. So, uh, but Mr. Trump is very excited about this trip. And in terms of how Washington is looking at this trip, as you mentioned in your introduction, there's a lot of excitement here in Washington. There's curiosity. And of course, there's nervousness because uh, this is Donald Trump. And, you know, he's, there's always a bit of nervousness over what he'll say and what he'll do on, on, on such a trip. But there's, there is strong bilateral support in Washington, D.C. for the India-U.S. relationship. Uh, there have been challenges to to this, especially from the Hill, by which I mean the U.S. Congress, because, you know, Democrats tend to look at the whole relationship. Congress and increasingly Republicans, too, are tending to look at the relationship in a holistic fashion, not just about current interests, but about values as well. They often like to speak about, both sides like to speak about the world's oldest democracy and the world's largest democracy. There's also a sense that right now the administration is focused much more on the interests rather than the deeper values. So I think from the Hill, people will be looking at how much of this trip is going to speak to the values. There is concern over some of the uh, changes in laws, some of the new laws that are being proposed in India, some of the restrictions that have been uh, uh, instituted in Kashmir since at Article 370 was abrogated, the Citizenship Amendment Law, the, uh, the NRC, all these are causing concern to Democrats and increasingly numbers of Republicans on the Hill. So I think they'll be looking at whether Trump addresses these issues or not, and I don't think anyone will be surprised if Trump does not raise these issues. The administration, on the other hand, is very focused on the interests. How can we cooperate more on trade? How can we cooperate more on defense? Defense is a big thing. So overall, there is strong support for this relationship, and people are excited about this. But I think the Hill and Democrats will also be looking at it a little bit critically in terms of, oh, is he going to discuss values? Probably not. And, you know, there are issues around values in the United States itself right now. It's going through a lot of changes. And there are many Democrats who are looking at uh, Trump as a president who has uh, attacked democratic values and the democratic process in the, in the United States itself and raised questions around the rule of law. Sriram, you also mentioned the possibility of Trump raising uh, the, the mediation proposal again. See, this is a thorny issue as regards India's concern because India has always uh, rejected that, uh, rejected any attempt for international mediation because the standard position is that uh, this is a bilateral problem, whatever India has with Pakistan, and India is ready to settle it with Pakistan. And despite this being India's position, Trump had raised this issue in the past a couple of times. So, uh, do you think if 
Trump raises this again in India, uh, would it be a spoiler or would it uh, have any impact in uh, impact on the visit or on its outcome? Uh, Stanley, I think, you know, if I'm not going to be surprised if Trump raises the issue. I'm sure the Indian government is not going to be surprised if Trump raises the issue. Uh, do I think it's going to be a spoiler if he raises the issue? Uh, I do not think so, because I don't think we should underestimate the extent to which uh, the Indian government, both in India and in Washington, D.C., has actually studied this president. They've watched how other countries interact with him. And, you know, they know how to keep him sweet. And to quite a degree of success, more than other countries, based on what I'm seeing over here. And they are not going to be surprised if he mentions Kashmir. He's likely to. He continues to insist that he's willing to mediate if asked, despite the fact that he knows India is not interested. A top State Department official just told me this last week that he's genuinely concerned. So I don't think the Indians are going to be surprised if he raises it. And because they won't be surprised, they're probably, they probably prepared for it and it won't be a spoiler for yeah. the trip if he does raise it. Um, also, uh, lastly, Sri if you uh, if if we look at the bilateral relationship, see there are immediate issues like what we discussed now, uh, like the trade deal or the defense purchases, which they are going to announce next week, uh, uh, which both sides are actually addressing these issues. Trade, whether we are reaching the deal next week or not, the it is in the process. And then there are other issues, strategic, larger issues like uh, you know. Uh, the role the United States wants India to play in its Indo-Pacific strategy, uh, the role the United States wants India to play maybe in Afghanistan. So basically, the United States wants India to play a bigger role in its larger uh, uh, strategic approach towards uh, the Asian region. Uh, so, uh, so, so you have immediate issues, you have long-term strategic issues. Uh, and I'm sure that both these issues will come up for talks uh, uh, in, in, in the bilaterals next week. So um, how, you, you know, you are in D.C., uh, you, you, you meet State Department officials, you report uh, uh, the, 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 the Trump administration's different policy announcements. So uh, what, in, in your view, what impact this visit, this bilateral visit, the, the President Trump's uh, India visit, which is anyway going to be a historic event. What impact this is going to have on both, you know, both the elements of the bilateral partnership, the both the immediate issues as well as the the strategic issues. So, let me say overall, the visit of Donald Trump to India now is going to have a positive impact on the bilateral relationship, both in the immediate sense and in the larger, longer term sense, as well as the longer, larger sense, the Indo-Pacific sense. So I think it is definitely going, it is a positive thing. And yes, there are issues around trade now, but let's also not forget the larger picture. Overall, bilateral trade has been increasing over the last several years. It hit some, it hit a record of some $143 billion dollars in 2018, the United States is the second largest export market for India after the European Union. Okay, FDI in both directions is increasing. So this is the larger context of the uh, the trade situation in which these trade irritants are occurring. Also, in terms of defense, India has purchased something like 17 billion dollars from the U.S. since 2007, and there's greater and greater defense cooperation. Um, foundational agreements with the United States are being signed that provide the legal and operational framework for greater cooperation. There's one more agreement to go. It's called BECA. That's not been signed. Several deals, as you have alluded to, have been announced in the last 
four days, we're looking at between three to $3.5 billion in, in the sale of uh, Apache helicopters and MH-60R multi-role helicopters alone. Again, there are irritants such as India's purchase of uh, intended purchase of the S-400 missile defense system from Russia. But these irritants are in the co larger context of a growing and strong relationship, a relationship that's going to be bolstered by Trump's visit. Also because, as you had mentioned earlier, Trump is facing elections later this year, right? And there are all these irritants that have come up uh, in defense, in trade. And this visit is going to be a way of kicking the can down the road, at least till November. You know, again, I'll use the phrase, it, it will keep Trump sweet. A State Department official who spoke to me last week said, wait and look at the pictures from Ahmedabad that emerged, the Trump-Modi pictures that emerged from Ahmedabad, and compare those pictures to the Modi-Xi pictures from Chennai a few months ago. Anyone in China looking at those two pictures, according to this official, is going to see a difference. This relationship that is... Uh, uh, a chemistry between Modi and Trump that does not exist between Modi and Xi. And in some senses, uh, this is a more natural relationship. And in that sense, um, you know, and you know uh, as much about this at least, uh, that the India's role in the Indo-Pacific is going to ultimately be determined by India's own strategic considerations, right? There's only a limit to which India can be seen as a count, is willing to be seen as uh, Minister Jayashankar put it as a counterbalance uh, to China. I believe the word he used was it's very condescending to view India as a counterbalance to China. So India will be pushed to play the role it plays by its own considerations. But uh, in terms of giving a nod to the US's objectives for it to play a greater role in the Indo-Pacific, Yes, this visit will go a long way in that regard. And also don't forget, the defense purchases, according to defense experts, are actually going to be uh, bolster India's ability to play a more aggressive role uh, militarily in the Indo-Pacific Indo right, as right. well. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sriram. That's a wonderful discussion. Thanks for joining me in the podcast. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Stanley. Thanks for having me.